Welcome to the Artistically You podcast, where mixed media art is a place for all. Here, we are going to talk about art as a mindful practice, connect with our creativity, and embrace curiosity. This is your host, mixed media artist, Jana Oliveira. Hi, creatives. Today, I want to talk about four books for artistic growth. I think we all love to read books all the time. I for sure have a good collection of books. And I thought that would be nice from time to time to talk about some books, but not many, so we don't get overwhelmed. I also like to do a kind of a division of books that are technique-based and some books that are more for confidence or for you know, mental work related to art. Because uh, to tell the truth, I don't read a lot of technique books it's really hard right now to find something that is different out there. I love, love these books that I'm going to talk today, and I can't wait to get it started. So one of the first books that we have, and by the way, I'm going to I'm gonna have a blog post also that goes with that. You can see the covers of the book and everything. The podcast is for those that just want to hear. And then if you just want to read the article, I did the same article at my blog. So the first one I think is the most famous one is called Big Magic from Elizabeth Gilbert. And it's an amazing book. I know that some people were like saying at the time that this book was released, like there is some woo-woo things in the book. And if you don't like woo-woo things, then yes, it's, you know, I don't think you have to believe in everything she says, but I believe the most of what she says is so true. And I read this book about as soon as it came out and so it's been a while and for sure I think I have to read it again because I think this is a kind of book that is evergreen but what I most liked about this book is how she goes deep in the essential uh, essential feelings about art and how we as creators as artists we conspire to the universe to help us and and she talks also about that we have to trust and keep on creating in terms of growth. Of course, I know she expands a lot and there is a lot of things in this book. I think it's a great book. I, I will say a quote that I put on my blog post. Do whatever brings you to life. Then follow your own fascinations, obsessions and compulsions. Trust them. Create whatever causes a revolution in your heart. It's really great because... What this book is about is that sometimes we as creators, we think, why am I going to waste time with that? Sometimes we're like, why I should buy that? Why, you know, you feel that spark to try something different? Or I don't know, you feel silly to buy that brush pen when you're never going to do calligraphy. But who knows, you know, and I think that when we feel curiosities and things that we feel in our heart that we want to try, sometimes we pull them a little bit, you know, away from us. And I think the book is about giving you permission to take that ahead and to follow your heart, really. She talks a lot about, and I think it's the, it's the thing that people say about the you-you part, uh, the woo part, is that she believes the universe conspired to help us. And also that any art, which I, I know it's true, nothing is new anymore. All the ideas are flowing in the universe and one way or another, everybody 
one time or another is going to have something similar, some idea that is similar. And I think that's very true. And I'm sure you in your life saw these examples a lot of times, right? You see artists that are very similar. You see people that do similar kind of books or, I mean, how many talk shows programs we have and things like that. So today we have Netflix and Hulu and Apple Plus and Disney Plus. But I believe that each of these companies have something different to offer. So for example, to me, Disney Plus is not interesting because I'm not a Disney person. My son is, you know, doesn't connect to the movies that they have other than Toy Story. But maybe Netflix and Apple Plus offer me things that I'm more interested about. So despite they are doing the same thing, they are different. And I think that's what the book um, talks about. And then we have to feel the revolution and the joy in our soul that is worth doing something. It's worth going after your creations. I was really actually surprised when I time ago discovered her Instagram that she actually did a class with Tracy Verdugo, which is an abstract artist, and then she started painting. So although she's an author and she writes, she enjoys painting as well. And I think that's why I pushed her to make this book about creativity because she talks about it's not about just creating art. I think we have to have an open mind with this book. I think this book is so wonderful that it would be nice to go deeper in some topics and even do a kind of an art journaling, you know, related to this book. So maybe it's an idea for the future. I highly recommend it, Big Magic. If you didn't read it yet, if you read it, read it again. I'm going to read it again. And maybe I'm going to have new insights to talk about it. But it's one that is in the top of the list. Number two is Wabi Sabi Painting with Cold Wax. So you guys know I love oils. When I play with oils, I also like to play with cold wax. But other than some people on YouTube that do uh, cold wax, and not many, when you go research books, you don't find anything. When I was researching, I came up with this book and I was so surprised. So I bought it right away. And I think it's a great introduction for cold wax. Although if you are beginning in oils, if you don't know about oils, you just want to get it started and you don't know anything, it's not a book for you. You have to already have experience painting with oils and understanding oils and then adding the cold wax with it. But she has some step-by-step tutorials there to give you some ideas not a lot I think it could have some more there is a lot of you know pictures about her work and discussions of what she did but not really tutorials I think it was worth it to know to have idea of new tools that you can create texture with oils and uh, cold wax and something that I love about cold wax is to me is using cold wax with oils is like using heavy gesso or anything thick that you can use with a stencil or to create texture. So it reminds me a lot of that. Overall, I think it gave some good ideas and there is a lot of inspiration of her art for you to get it started. But definitely, you know, it's not going to take further than the initial things you need to know about cold wax. I think if you are already painting with oils, 
and then you never used Codewax, I think it's a great book. But if you've been using Codewax, it didn't bring me, you know, aha moments. But it's not a bad book. I'm glad I bought it. I like the inspiration. And her color palette is a little different than mine. She does more um, earthy tones. and um, But overall, it's nice. Hi, everyone. So I wanted to talk to you about our new class. And it's called Watercolor Brookie Online Class. So in this class, we are going to start learning all pieces of flowers doing in watercolors for beginners we're going to start with strokes and shapes and practicing the watercolor flowers so you can start building your own bouquets and learning that beginner level of doing your flowers and the great thing about this class is that when you join the class for the price of the class you always join our community so you can ask questions, you can post your work, but also we have extra activities in the community. We also have a, a part just for the podcast so we can discuss the podcast, ask questions and, you know, participate on the monthly theme for the community with extra materials for you and videos to help you grow your art. So I hope you check that out. It's towardsad.com forward slash classes and I can't wait to see you there back to the podcast the third book is abstract nature i love this book but it's a book that made me a little hesitant about putting the list because i think it's a good book excellent book for inspiration if you have some experience painting but it doesn't have visual tutorials like it doesn't have step-by-step -step instructions she has some instructions that are written and i think very edited not very step-by-step. Step. So you do have to have some experience. But what I loved about this book is how she makes so many things. And she does a style of texture with acrylics almost looking like watercolors. Because it's a very fluid paint. And because I like flowers and I like botanical painting, everything that she does is related to botanicals in nature so it was very inspiring and i love that she divided the book in seasons so you know every season you change the color palette a little bit so we gave me inspirations of color combinations and that's why i divided in between negatives and positives in the blog post so the negatives as i said it it doesn't have step-by-step -step pictures of the tutorials and I think a big thing that made me not like is about the supplies that she uses. I don't know if this person that is the author, I'm going to put the name on the blog post and the notes. I don't know if she's from Britain or another country, but she uses some materials that are not familiar here. I tried to look at them even at Zikblik and they didn't have... It, which is called Aquacryl Watercolors. I never heard about these watercolors before, which seems amazing, but you cannot find here. And there was another kind of acrylics that she used, which it, you could replace with more fluid water acrylic paint, but it's a, a little turn off for me when you have books with materials that you cannot find. Because again, her techniques are very related to this more fluid paint and if you don't have the same paints i'm not sure if you can 
you know, have the same effects. I don't know if this acrylic watercolors is more pigmented, so that's why the colors on her work are so rich. So, I don't know. We would have to continue looking and see if one day we find it here. But um, overall, I love this book for the inspiration aspect, and I think it, it sparks also the potential that acrylics can have when you understand what you like in acrylics. If you want to have some inspiration and, and see her work, I think it's definitely worth it. Okay, so the last book, and you know, number four, is An Audience of One Reclaiming Creativity for Its Own Sake. So this book talks a little bit about what big magic, although big magic goes to a more universe conspiring in your favor kind of side. But this book is more about you really creating your work first for yourself. I'm going to put a quote here from the author. His name is Sirinavas Rao. Is the lesson for our creativity simply this. To make our most ambitious creative dreams come true. Deliberate practice has to be part of the picture. An audience of one. So, Yes totally agree there is many parts in the book that I kept saying yes 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 it's about practice it's about doing it for you first the book is divided by parts so the first part is listening to creativity how we can pay attention what creativity is in our life the part two is listening to yourself part three is listening to your environment and listening to others. So listening to creativity is a combination of chapters that help you to see how creativity have the power to make us happy and increase our productivity. So that was a, a fun chapters and when he gets describing all the benefits that being creative bring to us. In listening to yourself, he has many chapters that reiterate to us the need to trust in our capabilities of our work how we should listen to our values learn to be present and have curiosity about the journey this book is pretty new so i love how he also talks about social media and uh, things like that so it's a very in the times kind of book that is always good and listening to your environment is this uh, all about your physical environment for creation, where you create, what you see is better for your creations. Um, also, tools and uh, the environment that is needed to, to provide you with that creation. And listening to others is the importance of community connection, looking for the right community and the support we need in our creative path. Yeah, I think that was really important. I think creativity takes you to another level. I believe so much that community helps you when you are with peers that are in the same journey that you are and want to grow and want to discuss art and you can feel safe to discuss and be okay to show your frustrations, your work, what, you, what you're working on. I saw a lot of that when I was doing boot camp, when we all had different styles, but we were doing homework and talking about our frustrations with homework or sometimes how we had aha moments with homework. 
And that's why also um, I open a community for people that take my courses because I believe and I feel also the need to talk with other peers about art, about what they want to do, about art, about struggles, good things, happy things, tools, everything. Everything I think that you're doing in community is better. And, and that's why I started this podcast to talk with you guys and hopefully receive the feedback and have that back and forth conversation. And that's why in the community also we have a space for the podcast to have that. If you take any of classes of mine, you have free access to the community. But I love that in the book he talks about that and, and um, expand that. And then there is a final part with this conclusion. I really love this book. I think if you are starting your journey or even if you're a veteran and sometimes you have struggles with confidence or things like that, I think it's a great book. It really touches on subjects that are really important today for us. And he also have a free community for the podcast. So I'm going to link that as well so you guys can check it out. So I hope you enjoyed. So we had four books today. That was Big Magic and Wabi Sabi Painting with Cold Wax, Abstract Nature, and An Audience of One Reclaiming Creativity for Its Own Sake. Again, I'm going to have details and links for the books and pictures of the books um, in the blog post. Look for four books to help your artistic growth. I hope you enjoyed let me know if you read any of these books, if you are thinking to buy, if you heard about them. I would love to, you know, hear your feedback. So if you want to be in touch with me, you can always go to my Instagram, DM me, or you can leave a comment on the blog post. I really appreciate you being here and listening to the podcast. And I see you next time. Thanks for listening. Check episode notes at the number two worldart.com slash blog. Connect with Jana on Instagram at Jana underscore two worlds. And make sure to receive our artful insights by signing up at bit.ly slash join two worlds art.